Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Murph. Doesn't your plane for Pasadena leave soon? Relax. It's all going to be fine. It's not like a snowstorm is coming, right? Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Keith Murphy, John Sears, big thank you to the Minnesota Vikings for just destroying the Giants. Vikings look good. Giants look like they just wanted to get inside. It's 11 degrees in Minneapolis. They have nothing to play for. They want to head back to New York. They just wanted to get this season over with. Get out of there. Hot topic tonight. It is Rose Bowl week or Rose Bowl game week, as they call it. In Pasadena, the big game kicks off Friday, New Year's Day, 4:10 Iowa time, and the Hawkeyes haven't won a Rose Bowl since 1959. Give us a call, 515-282-9010. We have extra time for calls tonight. Know what's bugging Andy tonight? We'll take more of your live calls right here on Sound Off. Time to look back at the top 10 sound off stories of 2015. Remember the excitement when Iowa State hired Mark Mangino, the man genius? Mangino and Paul Rhodes needed separate zip codes and Rhodes fired Mangino midseason. Mangino responded by delighting in Iowa State's collapse at K-State. Hashtag douche tweet. Harrison Barnes won back-to-back state titles at Ames and then added an NBA championship with Golden State. Barnes returned to his hometown as Grand Marshal with a really sweet hood ornament. Also from the NBA, fellas Kyle Korver became the first Iowa high school graduate turned NBA All-Star. The Northern Iowa Panthers won a school record 31 basketball games. Ben Jacobson could leave Cedar Falls, but Jake likes it in God's country. The grapple on the gridiron exceeded expectations. The November weather proved perfect. More than 42,000 fans set a new NCAA attendance record, and Iowa took down number one, Oklahoma State. The fun of Cy-Hawk rivalry week took a gut punch with news former Hawkeye Tyler Sash died of an accidental mix of drugs. Iowa added number nines to Hawkeye helmets. Also lost the same week. Iowa's all-time leading scorer in basketball, Roy Marble. Marble died fighting cancer. Cyclone fans took over Kansas City as Iowa State defended its Big 12 tourney title. The cardiac clones kept coming from behind in thrilling fashion until they didn't. UAB bounced the Cyclones in Iowa State's first NCAA tourney game. It's still hard to believe. Iowa Zach Johnson spoiled his friend Jordan Spieth's quest for a Grand Slam when Zach won the Open Championship. Johnson 
shook any notion of being a one-hit wonder with his second major. Everyone in Cyclone Country backed Paul Rhodes, but eight wins in three years could not be ignored. Jamie Pollard fired Rhodes. Rhodes didn't like it and said next year's team is a bowl team. If that's true, Matt Campbell will be off to a hell of a start. Pollard sold Campbell on ISU quickly, and Power 5's youngest coach went right to work recruiting. Fred Hoiberg returned to Iowa State as the most popular Cyclone of all time and built on that legend. Hoiberg took ISU to an unprecedented four straight NCAA tournaments. Buzz built that Hoiberg would leave Iowa State for the Bulls, but many fans refused to accept it. Hoiberg did leave, and Pollard went looking for someone who approached the game much like Fred. Steve Prohm is off to a 10-1 start with a top-10 team. And the number one story of the year, Hawkeyes go a perfect 12-0 and come within one play of the college football playoff. The Rose Bowl makes disappointment mostly disappear as the Hawks return to Pasadena for the first time in 25 years. And to think many of the August sound off callers wanted a new Iowa coach. Not Conrad. We know what Conrad wanted. Conrad, are you out there, buddy? Conrad. Keith, I think the Rose Bowl is the bowl game everyone wants to play in. Now, obviously, the college football playoff national championship game, yes, all teams want to play in those. But if we're talking about the most popular bowl game in history, I think it's the Rose Bowl. Iowa has one final opportunity to prove doubters wrong. C.J. Beathard has been solid all year, but he's going to have to play his best game on Friday. I think Iowa is going to have to score at least 28 points to win. Stanford has only been held under 30 once. That came back in week one against Northwestern. Beathard is healthy, and I think his legs could prove just as valuable as his arm. I think Iowa will be able to run the ball on Stanford. The Cardinal give up almost five yards per carry and rank 52nd in the country in rushing defense. I look for a lot of Jordan Canzari and LaShawn Daniels early, but I would love to see Akram Wadley get a chance to break free. The Iowa defense will face their toughest test of the season against the Stanford offense. The Hawks will have to match their play from the Big Ten title game and force a few turnovers. If the D-line and linebackers can get pressure, Iowa can control the game. And they'll have to put a spy of some kind on Stanford star Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey should have won the Heisman. He's the best all-around player in the country. The Rose Bowl dominates Hawkeye coverage, but the Iowa basketball team plays their biggest game of the season Tuesday night. Bet you didn't know that. Number one, Michigan State visits Carver Hawkeye. With Denzel Valentine out for the Spartans, I think this is a must win for Iowa. Seems odd saying that, but if the Hawks want to make the big dance, this is a must win for the resume. Valentine being out does uh, diminish the interest in the game somewhat, but you can bet Tom Izzo will still have that team ready to play. It's not going to be easy for Iowa. And the, the thing that will matter in March is many of the people that look for the uh, at-large bids mm-hmm. won't remember that Denzel Valentine didn't play on uh, on that game. Iowa State with a nice win this week at Cincinnati. Cyclone much fans. Much needed win. Yeah. yeah, what did you think about that? If you can have a much needed win when you're 9-1 and one at the time, but it did kind of feel like that because of the – trend of how the games were playing. We asked, we received Conrad in Centerville. Conrad, this is a big week for you. You're the one guy who, from the beginning of the season, was asking for a contract extension for Kirk Ferentz. That's right, Murph. Greatest week of my life this week. Rose Bowl bound. Uh, when, when do you leave, Conrad? Well, 
couldn't find any flights out of Centerville International. So <laughs> if you have any extra space in those WHO carry-ons, the old boy Conrad would sure love to tag along. Uh, Conrad, I, I don't know that we're going to have room because we're bringing so much equipment. So sorry about that. But uh, uh, Conrad, what, what do you think's at stake for Iowa? Are you disappointed that, uh, that the Hawks, I know you're disappointed the Hawks aren't in the college football playoffs, but is this still a really big deal to you? Oh my gosh, it's the biggest deal. I mean, the Hawks are going to win on Friday. There, there's no question about that. And once they do win, I think that cements Kirk as easily the greatest Hawkeye coach of all time. And and, and I, before you laugh at me, before you laugh at me, Murph. I'm not laughing. You guys are always laughing that, oh, we've got him extended for five more years. Get him extended? Isn't, it, isn't that the minimum? I mean, what are we going to tell next year's recruiting class? Coach might be here at the end of your run. I, I thought Sign you signed him up. I thought you didn't you want him for a lifetime contract? Uh, yeah, sixty. Lifetime. Yeah, but I mean, put, just go till eighty. I, I believe Farron still has five years left on his contract now, doesn't he? Yeah, he wants five more, so he oh, wants five 10. on. Top yeah, he wants five that. on top, so he wants him till he's seventy. Hey, Conrad, let this be said: you are a real fan, and uh, you were there at the beginning of the season when there were a lot of doubters. So you enjoy right. that Rose Bowl, buddy. Hey, any extra tickets out there, send them on down to Centerville, the old boy Conrad. You ain't partied till you partied with Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> he is on that blood moon, man. Uh, Chris, in Iowa City, uh, Chris, what do you think about the Rose Bowl Hawks? What do you think this week? I am so excited for this team, and I feel kind of bad for the basketball team because it is going to be a good game. I, I think Iowa could prove a lot in, uh, against Michigan State. But, I mean, all eyes are on the football team right now, and this could be Kirk Ferentz's greatest hour. I mean, I think it's time to start naming Brian Ferentz the heir apparent. I think it's time to break out all the nests for Kirk Ferentz. Well, Conrad said something that echoes something you said before, mm-hmm. John, and thank you for the call, Chris. And that's, I think if Kirk Ferentz does win the Rose Bowl, which Hayden Fry was not able to do, mm-hmm. he, he will be – at the, at, at the top for some people when it comes to there, – there's really three guys there. There's Fry, there's Ferentz, and there's Evashevsky. Yeah, and I, I think you can make the argument right now that Ferentz is the greatest Hawkeye football, co- football coach of all time. Now, I think the Rose Bowl would just cement that legacy. Evashevsky, they won two Rose Bowls back when he was coach, but it's hard to compare 1950s football with football nowadays, and it's certainly hard to do it. The way that football is looked upon now in 2015 is crazy. So if Ferentz wins, I think he will be number one as a Hawkeye all-time coach. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice, not only direct sound off, he judges these. He's a tough judge. Uh, Hawkeye linebacker Josie Jewell looks like Giants quarterback Eli Manning. And are you kidding me? Wait. That's according to Conrad in Centerville. Conrad has taken over the show. That's pretty good. It's really like a young Eli on left. I never thought like of Eli that. in high school. Uh, Cyclone Brian uh, submits ISU football coach Matt Campbell and a younger Adam Sandler. Old Spice. I, I agree. I don't think that's quite a match. Now, the Cyclones may have watched uh, Sound Off last week because they answered all the constructive criticism of the fast start at Cincinnati. Does ISU look like a top 10 team? Sound Off at 515-282-9010. Know what's bugging Andy tonight. So, Brian in Des Moines, Randall in Des Moines, and others, more of your live calls next. Like us on Facebook, it's Sound Off Nation. Travis writes, stop the dude who should have won the Heisman and the Hawks 
should be good. Get that memo to Kirk Ferentz right now. If you hey, haven't heard of Ferentz may have thought of this already, <laughs> even without Travis's uh, Facebook post. Craig writes, everyone, everyone ready for the predictable season of Hawkeye basketball? Beat Michigan State, lose to Northwestern. I'm hoping to be wrong, but I see the same product as we've seen the last few years. Utah needs to understand how good he is. Yes, he does. Uh, Adam Wright's getting pressure on their quarterback with our front four. If that's done, the linebackers can and will focus on the biggest threat. Uh, that is Christian McCaffrey. He's I would kinda, have to believe so. He's the Stanford offense, yeah. basically. He's got like 2,300 total. Broke Barry Sanders' total yards record for a season. Yeah. David Johnson is uh, making a run at Rookie of the Year. He's been terrific. Brian is in Des Moines. Brian, we saw David Johnson against uh, Iowa State. We saw him tear up Iowa. We've known for a while this guy was uh, the best back in the state of Iowa the past few years. It's fun to watch him do this well as a rookie, isn't it? I had to say that David Johnson has come out as a rookie looking amazing. He's going to own the running back field going forward. He's just unstoppable. I'll tell you and Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, go ahead. Finish your thought there. Well, I think he's just unbelievable. He compares to Matt Forte, you know, the catch and run. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to a talk show, it shouldn't be Andy. It should be Cheezer. <laughs> All right. Murph and Cheezer. That'd be something. Um, yeah, the great thing about David Johnson, as he mentioned, he catches the ball to the backfield. He only had like 39, 40 rushing yards today uh, in their win, but he had like 90 yards receiving. How about this run last week, though, on Sunday Night Football? That's as good as it gets. We broke 65 tackles on that run, is what they said. New record, new NFL record. I think that's an exaggeration, John. It's officially 57 okay. tackles. Okay. Uh, Randall is in Des Moines. Randall, do you have a Rose Bowl prediction for Friday's game? Iowa's going to win. Throwing away the wins and loss records, what do you think Iowa stacks up against Stanford statistically? They, they stack up pretty even. Yeah. I think it's very even. I think it's a, I think it's a great matchup. I, I think the one area where Iowa can move the ball is on the ground. I, Stanford does not have a great defense. They're like 52nd in rushing defense and in the 70s in pass defense. So lost to Northwestern. Stanford likes very to, early. They like to outscore people. So they're gonna they're and they're gonna put up points. The Iowa defense is good, but they're gonna give up some points to McCaffrey and Hogan, the quarterback. But Iowa's gonna be able to move the ball. I truly believe that. They, this is not a great defense they're facing in Stanford. How about Nebraska beating UCLA? <laughs> Nebraska in a bowl game with five wins, but that Nebraska team did lose several games let's, on the final possession. Let's be honest. We were hoping for Nebraska to make history the first team to ever go 5-8. and eight. <laughs> Seriously, we were hoping for that, weren't we? I hadn't even first thought First team ever yeah. to go 5-8 and eight in the season. What can Hawkeye fans do in L.A. this week besides Disneyland? Who's in your five is next, plus more of your live calls. Have a couple of lines open. 515-282-9010. You're watching Sound Off with Mickey Mouse. Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. JDG gives us some keys to a Hawkeye Rose Bowl victory. Manage Kristen McCaffrey. Pound the rock. Keep CJB upright. Pound that rock. Pound that rock. Scott writes, expect a hard-fought game, much like the Big Ten championship game. Hawks chop down the trees in the second half. Iowa 24, trees 14. <laughs> Hashtag go Hawks. The trees. The trees. Kirk Forens. I've met Kirk Forens, nice guy. Uh, he writes, Good number one too. key to victory will be containing McCaffrey, winning the battle up front, and getting pressure in the backfield. 
Thank you, Kurt. Time for Who's in Your Five. Who's in Your Five things to see in LA this week? Number five. Oh, Channel 13 oh, sports team. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we'll Sh- be there. Shouldn't this be number one? No, it's not number one. Why? It's number five. Be- oh, and it's only number five because oh. I'm uh, covering up there. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Hawkeye Huddle at the LA Convention Center Wednesday. That is, there's going to be 20,000, 30,000 people there. I don't know. Are they going to be able to fit everybody in there? I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Number three, how about this? The Cali Rally on the USS Iowa Battleship Thursday. Just on the deck of the battleship? That's going to be great. Oh, can't wait to see that. Number two, the Tournament of Roses Parade is really cool. Now, do we get a float? Channel 13, RBTV, do we get a float for this? Uh, we do not have a float okay. in the parade. John, all the roses in Iowa are dead. Okay. <laughs> I was just checking. I didn't know if we were got a float. Well, not all of them. Uh, you know, the ones we're trying to grow at this point. By the way, the, Ro- the Rose Parade is on uh, Channel 13. And number one, the Rose Bowl mm. game. That is the top thing to see in L.A. this week. Uh, it is Stanford and Iowa. Stanford favored by a touchdown. Let's get back to the calls. Becky is in Bondurant. Becky, a uh, good win for the Cyclones this week at Cincinnati. Uh, did that restore your your uh, complete faith in the Cyclones and making a big run this year? It did. I called and ripped them last week. I mean, they were really good. My only concern is that they need at least one more player off the bench to get through the Big 12 season because I think it's going to be tougher than last year. So it kind of concerns me if somebody gets hurt. It's not going to be good. So. Becky, you're going to jump off because we have kind of a, a bad connection there. But thank you for your thoughts. Uh, it is it is a, a seven-man rotation. They Steve don't go Cone very said. deep, yeah. So uh, they can't have any more injuries, no. and they can't get in foul trouble. One of the keys, though, is going to be that guy right there, Deontay Burton, because I think we saw a little flash of what he can do. Big I think dude. He, I think he shoots better than people think, but need a little more inside game, get the rebounding help with McKay. But I think Burton could be big come Big 12 play. Doug is in Des Moines flipping us back over to the Hawkeyes and head coach Kirk Ferentz, who will try to lead Iowa to a 13th win Friday, mm. something that has never happened uh, at the University of Iowa. Hi, Doug. Hey, first of all, I think your station manager should give you guys, since you're going to be in sunny California, a root beer float, so you'll have your own float out there. Mm. I, you know, we could probably do that. They probably have like an A&W or, or I'll something. I'll take that. By the way, today's high was like 57 in L.A., uh, no complaints with the weather moving in here, but anybody who expects to go out there and lay out their thong may be disappointed. <laughs> it's going to kind of be cool this week. Hey, uh, again, Hawkeye Nation, you got a coach that's taking a 15 bowl games in 17 years. Barring a Ronnie Harmon Rose Bowl, you should beat Stanford by two touchdowns. But bear in mind, there's more crickets in the fields in Texas than they're in Oklahoma. And there's, there's teams looking for coaches. All right, thank you for the thoughts so, there, saying, uh, Doug. That was kind of poetic. Yeah, Doug. He, went, he went poetry on us there well, a little he's, bit. He's, uh, he, he has some pauses very reflective there. at yeah. the end of the year here. You know, you we're looking ahead. He likes Kirk Ferentz, though, but again, man, uh, what he's done with this team. I mean, this team won. Think about last year. What's changed from last year's roster outside of C.J. Beathard being the number one quarterback? Not a whole that's lot. A, that's a big difference. Player development. I mean, yep. the, the way they develop the linebackers, the O-line, the D-line, I mean, it's, it's been 
it's been one of his best, maybe his best coaching year of his, of his career. Well, Kirk said many times the difference between a great season and a good season is often winning the close games, and Iowa found a way to win some of the close games that the Hawkeyes lost last year. Now, next on Sound Off, John and I face off on other hot topics, including recognition of this incredible moment at Kinnick Stadium. Time for more topics we may have missed earlier. We start face off with a real downer the death of legendary Madrid football coach Randy Hinkle. Hinkle was a phenomenal coach, and this hit people hard. Yeah, it hit me hard. Uh, Hinkle was only 58. It's hard to believe he's gone. In a small town like Madrid, where Hinkle was a towering figure, it, it shakes people to the core. ESPN chose the best college football moments of 2015, and I love the number one choice. Yeah, Former Hawkeye Brett Greenwood leading the Hawkeyes onto the field. I, I still get goosebumps. Greenwood fought out of a coma, and though he was told he would not walk again, friends like Pat Angerer and Chris Doyle would not accept that, and of course, neither would Greenwood. It's just awesome. And Iowa won on a last-second 57-yard field goal. One of the top nights, top days in Kinnick Stadium history. Easily. Sam Richardson will stay at Iowa State as a graduate assistant. This feels right, doesn't it? Richardson caught too much blame for the mounting losses at Iowa State, but that comes with the position. Sam handled it well, did his best, and seems like he might make a good coach. Good for him. Good for Iowa State. Peyton Manning is in the headlines, but for the wrong reason. Manning is accused by an Al Jazeera report of using HGH. Manning strongly denied the report, and he'll get the benefit of the doubt. He's the feature speaker for the Register's All-Iowa Sports Awards. So many people here would like to see this story go away and go away fast. No one more than Peyton. Right. Jimmy Butler challenged Fred Hoiberg this week, said Hoiberg has to coach harder, hold players more accountable. Going to the NBA did not eliminate drama from Fred Hoiberg's life. No, but Hoiberg handled Bryce Dijon Jones. He can handle Jimmy Butler. Should be noted, Butler also called Hoiberg a hell of a coach. That got left out of many stories. And the Bulls responded by winning at Oklahoma City on Christmas. The Bulls' chemistry problems were in Chicago long before Fred arrived. Yeah, they're going to have – they got too many alpha dogs there. They're going to have to make some changes. I'm excited about Matt Campbell. He's young and energetic, so please, Iowa State, next time ask Soundoff or Iowa Nice Guy to do a video. Wow. Just wow. That, Sanford and Ames. I had not seen this video until this weekend. Do, have you seen the video where uh, – I have, yeah. Campbell's doing curls and flipping tires and he, scooping something called spark or energy or um, man he he works out a lot I, um, but he was in loafers working out <laughs> okay well, um, okay well I whatever that spark is I'm gonna need it tomorrow yeah I'm gonna need some well, work, well, let's like Campbell works the, hard I mean this guy is all over the he, place he is he's very likable we we might as well go from here to the airport. Uh, let's take a couple of quick calls here on 60-second oh, sound. Oh, maybe. We have weather forecast? What? What? Look, is that snow coming down? I think they just added extra snow to Monday. Let me ask you this, though, John. When has weather ever interfered with a flight leaving? It's going to be fine. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. Richie in Des Moines. Rich, Rose Bowl Friday. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, first time caller, just want to say that. But I am fully expecting uh, Kirk Ferentz to have a team prepared. That's one of his greatest strengths, in my opinion. I'm um, just thinking back to some of the most recent bowls, uh, mainly the Orange Bowl. Um, he really had his team prepared. You give him a month to prepare, and I feel like that's one of his biggest strengths. So, I agree. He's changed his approach. He learned from uh, what he felt was 
um, uh, uh, having the team too ready too early before, so he's kind of changed the approach to bullpen. Learn from the 2002 Orange Bowl as well. Mm -hmm. When they went in with the uh, eyes wide open, kind of took it all in too much. Didn't really work hard leading up to that. Let's get a final call here. Spencer Griffin in Los Angeles. Uh, Spencer will be out there with you soon. Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I was actually uh, old friends with John Sears. Oh, yeah. What's up, Spencer? How you doing? Me and Medea are going to be at the Rose Bowl. You guys are going out there? Yeah, we absolutely are. We're very excited about it. It's a hey, reunion guys, in Cali. Could you guys call each other after the show? <laughs> Spencer, all right. You, what, give me your take on the Hawks, though. Oh, I've watched every single minute of every game, and I get games at 9 in the morning, so it's a real commitment for me, and I'm all alone. Spencer will be on your couch. All right, thank you, Spencer. We're back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Keith Jackson on the call 25 years ago as Iowa takes on Washington at the Rose Bowl. We told you that Don James was the dean of the Pac-10 Conference with the retirement of Michigan's Bo Schimbeckler. Hayden Fry is now the dean of the Big Ten coaches. His record at Iowa, 90-49-4. That makes him the winningest coach in Iowa history.